0: Years ago, at the beginning of my photography career, I saw a professional photographer say, I'll be the nicest person at your wedding. And I think that should 100% be the foundation of how a photographer shows up for a wedding day. To find out what I mean by that and to hear us chat all about how to show up properly for a wedding day, just keep listening. Welcome to the Art of Intention podcast with Beth and Ayla, two best friends turned creative entrepreneurs. This is a place for us to discuss everything business, friendships, and faith, and occasionally
1: more. We're so excited for today's episode. We think you're going to love it. Stay tuned. All right, everyone. We are so glad to have you back here today. We're about to jump right into the episode, but first, let's go to community news.
0: Okay, today I'm going to ask you guys about Instagram's blue checkmark feature and the updates they made with that. We know everybody knows about this already, but I have a question for you guys. What do you think about the new format for it, about how people can pay for them now and anyone can have them? I thought it was a little off putting when I would see a blue checkmark and then go check that person's profile and they had like a few hundred or a few thousand followers. Right. It felt kind of dishonest, and uh, yeah, so I didn't really like that, but I recently read that businesses should do them because it really helps with engagement, the algorithm, with advertising, so I'm curious what everyone thinks about businesses having them. Is it tacky? Is it going to turn people off, or do you think that it will help more than it hurts, and Ayla, do you have an opinion about this?
1: Gosh, I don't know. I, I'm i in the same boat as you. Like I've seen a few that have the little check mark and you go and they're just like some person or whatever. Like they're not even mm-hmm. like influencing or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, that's like kind of random. Like I definitely get that. And I think it make obviously it makes sense for like celebrities, bigger businesses. Um, if you're big enough to where people are making like copy accounts of you, obviously yeah. like the blue check marks, a good, a good idea. Like I, you know, I wouldn't get one for my personal because nothing important over there that does intrigue me about businesses and like advertising and how that would help them out I wonder if there's almost an equation for this like this many followers equates to going for it like would you say okay I would say for the Mm -hmm. average person you absolutely need a certain amount of followers and I would say some kind of money you're making from Instagram whether it's you know having an Amazon storefront ads within your posts whatever I think a check mark makes sense then like if you're kind of benefiting from Instagram and then Mm -hmm. if your business um talking to photographers I guess because that's most of the people who listen that's kind of like who we who we're really talking about I wonder if it would go with like the Upleveling your business. Do you want to be a famous photographer? Are you making your way towards being that? Do you have the amount of followers to be a famous photographer? Then maybe start to go for that. But I think if you're if you're just starting out and you're charging like five hundred dollars for a wedding, I don't know if I would. I and I don't know why. You know, I just that's my initial thought. I guess.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Good thoughts. Yeah, I'm curious. So, listeners, let us know your thoughts. Um, Are you considering for yourself? Does it turn you off? Um, Do you like it? Do you think it's just going to be another good tool? we want to hear your thoughts too. All
1: right. Happy Tuesday, friends. Today, it's a wedding episode. And this one is currently geared towards wedding photographers, videographers. And it comes to you from two ladies who have both been brides. One's a professional wedding photographer now. So we got the inspiration for this episode after Beth was talking about different ways that vendors, specifically photographers, actually show up on a wedding day and serve their clients. So Um, and I asked Beth if she could like break this down, like, how are you supposed to show up and serve? So let's get into it. Like Beth, what gave you the inspiration or really like a kick in the pants to talk about this?
0: Yeah. So like I said at the very beginning of this episode, I heard someone say that they, as the photographer will be the nicest person at the wedding. And that just struck me and this was years ago, but it just struck me as so profound and important. Like I instantly knew that was like, that was it, you know, my whole life. I personally have gotten comments, you know, throughout my life just here and there about like some people saying, oh, I'm so nice. You know, they're saying that I'm a nice person, which I'm grateful that people thought that. I I appreciate that. And it encourages me to Keeping nice, but um, as you do more and more weddings as a vendor, as a photographer, you realize how stressful they are for everyone involved. A yeah. lot of planning goes into it, everyone is busy, there's so many moving parts, and even the nicest people can often have a scowl on their face because they're just in work mode me and the <laughs> Well, everybody, yeah, everybody. <laughs> and the difference that just one smiling, calm, kind person can make is astounding at an event like that. It's so easy for vendors to get caught up in work mode, to get stressed or unhappy looking, especially someone like a photographer or videographer who is having to be on for 12, 13 hour days, nonstop, thinking about so many different moving parts, running around with gear. But I have a personal goal for myself to be the nicest person at any wedding I work at. And it's made a big difference in a lot of different ways. And I work with a lot of different photographers and videographers. So I know all the different attitudes that people approach weddings with and the strategies that they take. And so, yeah, I have my own opinions about the right and wrong way to show up for a a wedding day. And I kind of wanted to, you know, do a little episode about that.
1: Oh, I think that's perfect. And I love... I love that saying like you should be the nicest person on a wedding day and I think a lot of what sparked this for me too was like as another business owner who's on Instagram and I follow lots of photography pages like uh, for my clients to see what people are talking about whatever and this is no one I really know personally but sometimes I've noticed a trend of like. I don't know if people are showing up to actual wedding days with this attitude, but they're definitely joking about it on their Instagram later, like, oh, like showing up to this wedding and you're tired and you're blah, 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 or, or actually like for the sake of a joke on reels, like making fun of somebody's family member or something like that like oh when someone's creepy uncle bill talks to me at the wedding or uh, when their cake flavors gross or whatever and it was just like those people are paying you maybe like 1300 yeah. to eight thousand, depending on your package dollars yeah. like and some of these sorry are high profile expenses. Expensive photographers that are later like, hey, their wedding was weird. I didn't really want to be there. I didn't want to. And I'm like, really? Like, oh, if I found that out later on somebody I hired's Instagram. So it's not a guilt trip or anything like that. But I just, yeah. I was asking Beth about it last week. And I was like, I think it'd be really good about an episode, like how you show up for people yeah. that day. And number one, I agree with you 100% is you should be the nicest person of their day. Their day is not an inconvenience to you. It's literally the career that you chose. Like It's your it's your job. and And yeah, it just comes with part of the territory. A lot of the photographers I work for have told me like they're way more introverted, but they dig deep day of the wedding and they they bring it out, they get it going, you know, and then you're home in your cave all day Sunday or whatever. So it's more than just being nice and happy. We want to expand overall on how to prepare, show up and act The whole process of a wedding day. So, for those of you just getting into weddings in the last few months or the last year or two, that's going to share a lot of what you can expect on wedding days. And uh, she's amazing, so I know it's going to be a gold mine. So, I don't know. Get notebooks out, take notes, I swear. (laughs) Just a reminder we're not giving tips for how to photograph a wedding, like from a technical standpoint, but just share more general tips uh, for what to expect at a wedding, how to prepare. All those things. So, with that, let's start by sharing what someone can expect at a standard all-day, your general package wedding.
0: Well, thank you for the hype, Ayla. I appreciate that always. (laughs) Um, But okay, yeah, right. So, a pretty typical wedding, just to give you an idea of this, because when Ayla was talking about, you know, complaining about a wedding or complaining about, you know, some yeah something at the wedding, like you got to know what to expect. You got to know what you're signing up for. So a pretty typical wedding is about eight to 10 hours long. I've done 15, 16 hour wedding days. And you can also do like, Two, three-hour wedding days. But yeah, eight to 10 hours is very standard for a photographer and I'm sure for a videographer as well, where they'll capture everything from getting ready photos through the dancing at the reception or a send-off. During that time, there's often change of scenery from the getting ready location to an actual wedding venue. You're working with multiple vendors. I mean, we're talking caterer, florist, DJ, coordinator, venue manager, bridal party. And then, of course, you're working with like family of the bride, family of the groom, bride and groom themselves and no matter how detailed of a timeline you get beforehand it's a wedding anything <laughs> can happen that's like the point it's not i i love saying the phrase it's not a wedding if something doesn't go wrong right because that's yeah. just that's just how it is
1: oh my gosh yeah well i know that almost Every single wedding falls behind schedule. Chris and I's wedding, it didn't end up affecting it very, very much. But like, we started the ceremony twenty minutes later. Like, first thing that you're supposed right. to start. Well, actually, not the first thing. There's like a billion things that happen before the ceremony. But you know, like it happens. So most weddings are going to fall behind schedule, which can they can it can go fine, or it can lead to a whole host of problems depending on what they have planned. And you, as the photographer, have to be ready to roll with that. Um, uh, emotionally logistically you have to be prepared for whatever conditions you have to photograph in. it's not your job to control the day not at all it's your yeah. job to document the day and to do that well so you have to be ready to roll with whatever happens you may be an expert on weddings if you've been to a lot of them or worked at a lot of them but you still don't know what will happen at this wedding in particular so you yeah. have to be ready at all times basically oh my gosh Yeah,
0: you can't control the weather, you know, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so many things. Exactly. Well, and yeah, just remember your role as a photographer. I photographed a wedding recently and the caterer got into a car accident on the way to the wedding. Oh my gosh. Oh, actually, some backstory with this wedding. It was a beautiful day and one of the nicest couples ever, but they had their venue originally planned for something like a different venue, right? On a boat. I'll just be honest. Okay, it was on a boat. They were going to get married on Mm -hmm. a boat, on a yacht two days cool. before the wedding she reaches out to me and she says there's a problem with our, our boat it needs to be fixed and it's not going to be out in time so they Aww. didn't have a venue for their oh my wedding oh my so gosh. they scrambled found a beautiful wonderful venue worked amazing through everything together um last minute right we get to that wedding morning is going great totally fine normal wedding day the caterer gets into a car accident on the way to the oh wedding. She was okay, I believe. Like, she's fine. But her car wasn't fine. Almost mm. all the food was ruined. The cake was tossed around. So you just never know. And again, that's not – obviously, the main concern is her and her car. But I'm saying you never know what can yeah. happen, like you said, at a wedding day. And you just have to be on your ha- toes the entire time. Oh, what happened? So she just like – I believe Did she they- just – got rear-ended i think and that was one of the reasons that all the food was it was all in the back and so of course that all got ruined because she was rear-ended by somebody oh Oh, oh, so she did they find food that's
1: what i meant but also that like glad glad (laughs) it wasn't you know serious no she
0: she ended up it ended up being you know late arriving and stuff but she ended up someone left to go meet her on the road it's hawaii so it's small you know people Mm, but people drove over to her got the rescued food got rescued the food and whatever they could brought it back and then she was taken care of of course and uh Mm. yeah so they they ended up having like a like a fifth of the food they were normally going to have and stuff but Anyways, so yeah, but the entire time you have to be on your toes listening to what's going on in the background in case it's something you should know, listening for someone to call your name, watching for little moments to photograph without missing the big moments either, and then Mm -hmm. there's the other philosophies – that I subscribe to. I think it's always great. This is kind of like above and beyond, you know, so kind of, yeah, Mm -hmm. how to show up on the wedding day. There's the things you should do. And then here's kind of like above and beyond. I think it's always great to check in with the bride and groom, make sure they have water, remind them to eat, rest in the air conditioning, you know, have a minute to soak in the moment, like remind them to Mm -hmm. take that minute, you know, to soak it in. And then what we're talking about, always be smiling, respond with respect. When someone speaks to you, the entire day your kindness and upbeat energy it just should never waver
1: oh that's so that's so nice the um amazing lady who shot chris and i's wedding did did pretty much that like yeah she asked us at one point uh well like yeah we made sure to have like a moment alone and stuff and then i i told her about it like basically instead of a first look we did 10 minutes like right after the ceremony she just like whisked us right away so we could like talk for a little bit and then when we were ready to like go take our photos, she checked. She was like, "You know, what? you sure you good? Like, no rush. Just little things like yeah. that was so nice, like to slow down the day. It really makes a huge difference. Like, the day is so quick and stuff, and having somebody actually check on you: Do you have water? Do you have this? I, I couldn't imagine. like that's so nice. Yeah. Along with that, there's ways that you can show up physically prepared too. Um, besides the obvious gear stuff, like another just level of professionalism above and beyond look professionally dressed but of course you want to be comfortable comfortable shoes comfortable backpack you need you want to eliminate as many discomforts throughout the day as possible it's easier to be happy around others when you're comfortable
0: yeah of course you know i've met a couple of photographers who just have no idea how tiring a wedding day is going to be and i think another important way to prepare for a wedding day is not to schedule anything for the day after too so that you can recover
1: oh gosh yeah in busy season right now i i know some girls who are like double double header weddings they're shooting on saturday and sunday and i'm like oh my gosh i go to one wedding as a guest i'm there for half the day and i'm like whew that's enough for me so props to you guys for doing that but also make sure you're resting yeah it's just about you just got to do it the right way So Beth, okay, onto the theory now of how a photographer or a videographer should act on the wedding day. It should go without saying that it's not okay to be rude, obviously, but what's the definition of rude? Is it subjective? Like, can we talk about that a little bit?
0: Well, exactly. I think that's actually kind of the whole problem with setting the standard at just don't be rude, especially if you're dealing with different cultures, you know, you're dealing with different Mm. families someone's definition of rude might be vastly different than yours. And a neutral behavior on the part of you might be offensive to someone else. And that is exactly why I think the correct philosophy is to aim to be the nicest person at the wedding. If you're trying to be the most polite, then you're going to have your eyes and ears open for how to act around those families. You'll learn pretty fast simply by observing them what they see as polite and what their standard of kindness kind of is, you know. And if you're smiling and responsive, you know, and kind, you really you can't go wrong oh that's awesome I wouldn't think of that oh oh my gosh and (laughs) and
1: overall like as somebody who works a lot of weddings you should be able to observe when a bride or groom is stressed and what you can do within your job like to relieve that stress offer to help be a calm smiling presence reassure them that it's all going to be great you watch them plan and get excited for months so of course you want them to be happy on the big day and finally just enjoy it As we tell you to be happy and to be a source of joy at the wedding, we also don't want you to cross the line to unprofessionalism. I think this is a super great point to not be too friendly or casual. There's definitely a line between being too friendly and buddy-buddy with the wedding party And the guests and also being too uptight and strictly professional. A wedding is a celebration. So you have to be loose in some ways and you're a human being at the end of the day, but you don't want to be so friendly that people maybe stop listening to you when you need a group to pay attention or that people chat with you and distract you from Mm -hmm. your job feel like yeah. that would probably be me
0: if I was a photographer. I'd just sit down. I'd just be done. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, people would love you though. But no. yeah, exactly. I mean, luckily I'd say though, luckily this line is somewhat of a gray area. I think there's wiggle room because every couple is different. Just know, right. you know, it's up to you to discover what kind of service that bride and groom want and also to be consistent with your advertising of the kind of photographer and videographer you are. If you're the kind that cuts up on the dance floor, you know, you best be advertising that you do that so you don't catch them off guard when you <laughs> stop snapping photos and you're breakdancing in the middle of the dance floor. Oh All gosh. right. But <laughs> yeah, but I would also say that, you know, it's because they might consider it unprofessional in the waste of their money. But I would also say on the other hand, if you're going to be considered like a square and ruin the vibe, you know, of like a small wedding, Don't show up, you know, make sure maybe you show up with some dancey energy, you know. So just, it's just good to be prepared. um, Know how you're going to show up even just in your energy of the day. Sometimes you don't know until you walk into the wedding and you go, okay, this is the vibe. This is what they Mm -hmm. want. And what will make, for me, it's what will make me stand out the least, if I right. am super stiff and it is a vibey, loose, everybody's family kind of wedding, then you got to be loose and, you know, whatever. Stick to your job. Your main job is photographing, but mm-hmm. you don't want to be- stick out like a sore thumb and people are just kind of looking like, oh, what? that's just, <laughs> just like an annoying, you know, presence. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if everyone's having a good time, and you're like, family photos now. All right, we need the groom and his dad. All right, like, and everyone's just yes. like, whoa, like, we well, were having like, a wow. good time.
0: Not yeah, saying exactly.
1: I, That's never happened to me with a photographer. I'm just saying, you know, oh, like, like, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, Beth, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like letting people know how you show up to a wedding day comes in to like your socials and personal branding like very likely somebody's booking you because of your socials they might be scrolling a little bit and yeah exactly there's no problem with like tearing it up at the dance floor at the end you'll probably have a reel about that or if you think that photographers I don't know maybe shouldn't do that you might have a reel of like I'm a professional I'm a this and the people who want whatever you're putting out will find you basically and then they'll understand that you know it's a whole discussion about like personal branding and stuff but that's a great area to that's a great place to 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 put that information out and let people know how you're going to be and I I mean again I'm not a photographer but I'm sure like in your meetings Mm
0: -hmm. as you
1: progress with the couple you learn about each other and then yeah you show up and once again you're just you're prepared for anything
0: yeah I would say that honest advertising is the first step in showing up well to a wedding because you want to make sure that you're all prepared in what's going to happen
1: and overall kind of like I said at the beginning yes you want to show up because you you've been alongside them with the planning and all of that it comes both ways you it can become something personal with your couples you want success for them on their wedding day you want the best day for them you've gone through this with them you might become like a little mini family but also on the professional end it's it's transactional they are paying you for a huge service and that carries into how you talk about them the wedding day after how you advertise their wedding you know photos you took of their wedding on your socials everything like that like you continue to show up before and after the entire ordeal so you'll want to keep that in mind not just day of too
0: yeah that's a really great point yeah that i'm glad you mentioned that that also yeah afterwards you don't just wipe your hands and you're rid of them you know you speak nicely and kindly on your socials too and you maintain that professional respect and I've seen this kind of attitude turn bad days around I mean Mm -hmm. a wedding day it can really like I said make a big difference I've seen really stressed brides and members of the family be so calmed by me just being calm and repeatedly calm they can things can keep going wrong and I will be a rock of oh it's still it's going great you know like oh we'll we'll figure that out oh yeah that happens every wedding you know just kind of that absolute chill, but still able to move fast because you also don't want to stress them out by you being such a slow slug. If they're all rushed, you don't dilly-dally. You also rush, but rush with a smile, rush with kindness, and rush with reassurance. Anyway, so being extremely nice and caring and attentive is an age-old business strategy. Obviously, people should just be nice in general and not fake nice, but in business, very often the most successful CEOs, entrepreneurs, company owners... You know, they are very personable and friendly because it makes people want to work with you and want to refer you to others because when you refer someone to somebody who's really nice, that person will kind of be like, wow, this person really knows a lot of nice people. You know, they must be nice. It's just there's a whole psychology behind it. but. um this a little side thing, my grandfather was a very successful business owner, well, businessman, I should say he owned mm-hmm. like I think like seven insurance companies or something he wow. was that he started you know he built them from the ground up, you know very smart, very successful, but the stories that people told about him are really inspiring because it was always about how nice he was. He would remember little details about people and he would check in with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. He would ask his employees about how their mother's surgery went or, you know, how their families are, something they told him, you know, like weeks ago and he remembered and he brought it up. And oftentimes I think people think successful business owners have to be harsh and strict, but really you you need to be kind and soft in so many ways and and that's what's going to stick with people because bu- good business needs to stick around for the long haul. Oh, and you're going to stick oh around with gosh. people when when they uh realize how much you care. And there people are more something that my mom explained to me that she learned from her father's business was that people will care about you more when they see how much you care about them.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That was such a great way to finish it off. And I love that too. I could, we should definitely do an episode in the future of like client care one-on-one and it would probably be parts because it's just, it's such an essential part of being a business owner. And I have so many thoughts on it about how business owners should show up. I have super big opinions on what you said about the harsh and strict and I'm a business person and I'm, I'm going to go out yeah. and business. I can't bother with the small things and blah 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 like whoo yeah. you know give me an hour I'll I'll go off but generally like yeah, exactly. absolutely what Beth said there this is back end and client facing there's absolutely moments to to hustle to work efficiently to not dilly dally to move forward but uh, kindness to your clients kindness to your employees if you're somebody running that goes goes such a long way and um I'm a huge advocate for I, I do my very best to do the same in my business to to check in if I've got a client who went on vacation oh I hope you had a great holiday like you know tell me about it just over email mm-hmm. quick like oh yeah it was great all those little things like you be surprised not everybody is doing that and I think it's just it's yeah. so it's so powerful and I think a lot of wedding photographers will understand that because you're hopefully meeting with your clients a couple times but if you didn't know you do now. That's most likely a wrap for today guys. We just we wanted to bring a short and sweet episode to share the concept of photographers aiming to be the nicest people at a wedding because we think it makes such a big difference in so many ways. It helps your business If people like you a lot on the wedding day, they will share that experience with others. As always, you know where to find us. We are on Instagram at Art of Intention Podcast. We'd love for you to follow along there. We love, love engaging with you guys, hearing your thoughts on the show. So you'll definitely want to check us out there.
0: And you know the drill. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss a new episode and leave us a five-star rating if you love what we do. We will see you all again next week. Bye. Bye.